This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara, and you have entered the space where we nerd and geek out over all things Hallmark Channel, movies, TV shows, and stuff. So, in the home of Dear Hallmark today, we are going to talk about Christmas and Tahoe, yeah? But we got to talk about the bigger picture here. You guys, this week is Christmas Con. Am I hype? Hashtag understatement of the year. As um, I am known as in my circle as Miss Christmas, some may even call me the queen, <laughs> but I won't go there. Um, this in it is in this environment that I thrive, and the fact that there is a convention around a holiday that brings me so much joy and peace and comfort. <laughs> I it it, it 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 I'm just elated. I'm elated. I really am, and I'm excited. This is my first Christmas con, and I have finalized my celebrity list. You will see it once I post pictures on the gram. So if you haven't already, be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram. But you guys, this weekend is Christmas con, and guess what? So do you remember when we were talking about the other celebrity that had like a shadow witness protection thing and people were saying it's Bethany Joy, but they weren't sure. Yeah, it's Bethany Joy Lens. She will be joining us at Christmas Con. What? Do they want me to just eat rice and beans and jelly beans for the rest of my life? How do they expect me to live when they got all of this star power in one space? Make it make sense. I'm just like, do you care for me at all? How how are you how dare how, the audacity of you to make me choose? The audacity. But needless to say, I am excited for any of you guys that are going to be there. Come up to a system and say hi. I will be with two other of my friends. Um, but yeah, just be like, oh my gosh, girl, I listen to your podcast. Well, you might. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you might not even know who I am if you listen to my podcast. But if you follow me on Instagram and you see my YouTube channel, then you'll know what I look like. Um, and so... With that being said, come up and say hi to me. (laughs) I would love to see who's listening and actually put faces to ears (laughs) and names to ears. This is so cool. Um... Y'all, so I'm so behind on this thanks like Thanksgiving gave me the one-two punch knockout. Like because I was I first of all I didn't know I was going to be out as much as I was then I, I I'm like yo I didn't realize how I just didn't realize how much Thanksgiving was like I'm gonna bring out an old school term they molly whopped molly whopped the mess out of me the fact that I still have another movie that I haven't even watched yet Time for them to come home together. Or what is it? (laughs) Time for them to come home for Christmas. 
I still have to watch it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not going to lie. I did take a break. I watched a few Lifetime and a few GAC movies because I was like, this is this is just way too much. Just way too much. So um, for us, I did do a Kirk Franklin's Gospel Christmas. That review that review will be up on YouTube soon. Um, so, and also for my Christmas in Castle Heart, the Christmas contest and Lifetimes, You Make It Feel Like Christmas, which stars Michael Xavier, who was in Christmas Treasure with Jordan Sparks. That is all up on YouTube. That's why the podcast has been quiet, because I've been showing YouTube some love over this weekend. Um, so you'll find the reviews on there. But let's take a quick break and we're going to get into this Christmas in Tahoe review. Stay tuned. Hey, you guys, welcome back. So Christmas in Tahoe, that premiered on, I don't even remember. I'm not even going to try, but it stars <laughs> Laura Asnes as Claire, Pat Monahan as Jackson and Kyle Sieg as Ryan. And the nature of this movie, Claire helps her dad run this. And here's the thing. It's called In at the Lake, but you guys, this looks like a resort. It is huge. It is not your mom's bed and breakfast. Do you hear me? This place is gorgeous. It reminded me of Chateau Christmas. The hotel that was in Chateau, like the Chateau of Chateau Christmas, that's what this place reminded me of. The 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 stone, the like it just gave me luxury mountainous vibes. Um so she is helping her dad put together this variety show for their Christmas Eve celebration and acts keep falling through like acts that she would book fall through. And so her ex-boyfriend is in town is who's also a part of a band called the Wild Links. And they fired her as a manager. She used to be their manager. So she's a little bit better. She's like, mm, you fired me. And but yet they get close together as he tries to help her find like basically build her show back up all the while trying to win a new job at the Emperor Resorts, which is like you're like Caesar's Palace, if you will, in Vegas. Um, and she realizes all along that she actually loves working where she is with her dad. Here is the thing. This was the one movie that I purposefully dodged every preview of I wanted to go in completely blind and ignorant to anything or anyone in this entire movie did it work to an extent yes um I liked Laura Osnes in this I felt like she played she did okay yeah the plot was good. It was our another music-themed thing. Um, also, I didn't even know the dude Jackson was actually somebody famous until I watched Deck the Hallmark's review of this. I've never heard of Train in my life. I you listen. He could have he could have sat next to me on the bus. He could have said, hey, Dara, how you doing? It's so good to see you. Will you have... I wouldn't have known 
who he was if you paid me. But he did pretty well. Mr. Train, who played Jackson. The one thing I I was rolling my eyes at, George Lopez. To me, George Lopez is an iconic sitcom actor. His show used to be one of my favorite shows of life because it was one of those sarcastic, witty, petty family shows, much like Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac is one of my favorite, like, sitcom, well, not not sitcom, but family shows. You know, like those, like the George Lopez, the George Lopez show, My Wife and Kids, um, Young Sheldon, like shows based on family. George Lopez was one of those for me. So I'm like, oh, bet if he's in this, he's finna bring the humor. I was so upset with how they utilized George Lopez. I'm like, no, they're not just going to make him some random security guard that Claire just checks in with, who's named Otis, who just checks, she checks in with every now and then. He was completely random. Honestly, he didn't contribute anything to this. He didn't even need to be there. I felt like they just wanted to have someone famous in this. So they were just like, let's just sneak in a little George Lopez while we're at it. Totally unnecessary. I was mad for him. Of course, George Lopez collected a check. But I'm like, sir, you need to have a leading role as somebody's father or uncle in the next Hallmark movie. Yes. But what I will say, Laura Osnes and Mr. Kyle Sieg, see. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. They had they had great chemistry to me. They had great chemistry. We have another situation of bad lip syncing, though, to a studio dubbed version of a song. But the I, I appreciated it. Here is another movie, too, where the home, my gosh, the home of Laura's parents is mind-boggling amazing. It is just insane. I'm like, what? Oh my goodness. Gorgeous. The home of Kyle's parents was reminiscent. I, I literally saw an unexpected Christmas. And on top of that, the mom from Unexpected Christmas played Ryan's mom in this movie I said sis can act and I'm not mad at that and I want to see more from her I hope we do especially in a non-holiday context yes overall it was okay I mean Laura, uh, Claire's dad's voice I'm like, he needs to announce every award show he needs to read instructions from an Ikea manual. That way I would actually put stuff together. I, yeah, his, I, yeah, especially when he was emceeing the Christmas Eve concert at the end. Uh, this movie gets three and a half crowns from me because of the chemistry, the setting, and the plot was okay. I wasn't offended. I wasn't disgusted. I wasn't bored. But it was it was kind of basic. Again, trying to fit a 40 movie quota. 
And I, I think the more that they try to do that, this is we're we're getting into the space where we're going to find a lot of those middle of the road movies, which, and honestly, for me, it does hallmark more of a disservice than a service. Because do you know how much money we would save if we made half of the movies that we did to get some bomb actors and bomb settings with some bomb scripts? You know what I mean? If we cut, literally, if we cut these in half, so let's say, I can't say we, so if we, mm, yeah, if we did one Hallmark Channel movie and one Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie, that's going to put some fire under you to make sure that movie is copacetic. Because <laughs> if you have three to choose from for the weekend, it's like, oh, hmm. And then what what goes more into you having four movies over a weekend? Granted, Miracles of Christmas, it's 10, it's 10 p.m. Ain't nobody taking that slot. It is what it is. The order in which the, for Hallmark Channel, the, the order in which the movies come in and are aired is super, super important. Case in point, the weekend where we had A Christmas Treasure on Sunday... Next stop Christmas on Saturday. And what was the movie that came on on Friday for that lineup? Let me see. Give me Uno Memento. Let's talk for a moment. How are you doing? How's everything in your world? Did are, are We got our bills paid. We good? We good on that? No, I don't need the... Ne- Lest I forget, my homie who owns the panaderia, a gingerbread miracle. You had gingerbread miracle on Friday, next stop Christmas on Saturday, and then Christmas treasure on Sunday. I think, <laughs> I think airing Christmas treasure on Sunday, especially because it was hyped up so much, kind of contributed to the downfall because it was super, super, super slow we have to look at the pacing of movies as well. Do you want to end on a slow, relaxed note? Or do you want to end on a fast-paced note? I personally think Christmas Treasure should have been aired on Friday. Gingerbread Miracle aired on Saturday. And Next Stop Christmas aired on Sunday. Or reversing, next. I think also Next Stop Christmas could have been Saturday. Gingerbread Miracle could have been Sunday. But... I I think how you, the order in which you air the movies is pertinent as well. Um, I also Nantucket Noel. Well, that one that was a bad week. I I think the Nan the week of Nantucket Noel, a Christmas together with you and a kiss before Christmas. That was probably the worst weekend in general. Um for for our guys our big bros at the hallmark channel um but i feel like we're we're kind of at a a dip in the mattress here (laughs) we're kind of just on cruise control and it's just like "Mm, here you go (laughs) i'm very curious about the movies we have coming up um this weekend for Christmas con weekend we have 
a Dickens of a Holiday with my homie Christopher Palaha and Brooke Dorsey. And we have a Royal Queen's Christmas, which I'm assuming is our royal movie for the year, for the Christmas season. And then we have the second installment of the Sister Swap Holiday movies with Christmas in the City. So... I don't know, boss. And then it's and then we have our final one next week with Sugar Plum Twist, The Christmas House Two, and Tis the Season to Be Merry. Now, Tis the Season to Be Merry is closing us out. And TVW Travis Van Winkel, if I'm not mistaken, he closed us out last year with a banger with Amanda Shule. Plus, he's starring opposite Rachel Lee Cook. You guys. <laughs> It's a Reynolds wrap. Okay. It is a complete Reynolds wrap. I am extremely excited. That is one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most. Coupled with a Dickens of a holiday. The rest of the ones, it's kinda like, okay, I'll watch it, you know. But a Dickens of a holiday and tis the season to be merry. Oh yeah. Excited for those. Don't be surprised if those are YouTube videos. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry, I got off on such a tangent, but it needed to be said. I think, yeah, yeah, wait, I just had a thought. Is Christmas in Tahoe better than Raise a Glass to Love? No, mm, no, 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 I don't think so. So I think Raise a Glass to Love is Laura Oz's. Uh, okay, we're going to say that again. Oh, wait, but then she did run one royal holiday. Oh, man. Okay. We're going to do it like this. One royal holiday, number one. Raise a glass to love, number two. Christmas in Tahoe, number three. I haven't seen the one she did with Scott Michael Foster in The Key of Love. I haven't seen that yet. I think it's in Hallmark Movies now, and it's in my queue but I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. So this is all I have for you guys this week. I'm not going to do a separate segment to close this out because I kind of already did it. Be sure if you haven't already to subscribe to the podcast. If this is your first time checking in with me, hello, welcome Take your shoes off, hang your coat up. There is a seat on the couch and a plate on the table just for you. All you got to do is just hit subscribe. Not only does it help me out, but it also helps other people out to know that there is other content out there for their Hallmark leisure. Also, if there are reviews and you're like, hold on, sis, what, what, did you even watch A Christmas Treasure? I know you. I wonder what she said about one December night. I'm glad you asked. I also have a YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel because any reviews that you don't find here on the podcast, you will for sure find on the YouTube channel. And on top of that, Dear Hallmark has an Instagram. Oh, yes, we have an Instagram. And we have a lot of fun over there. We be cutting up and stuff. So be sure to follow Dear Hallmark over there. And lastly, you guys, my novella comes out this Friday. I am super excited. I cannot wait 
for the book to be in you guys' hands. It still feels so surreal that this is even happening. And yeah, I will, of course, begin to put the links in the show notes because it's not available for pre-order yet, but I'm just excited for it to come out. It's called Chasing Wind. And maybe I'll read a little bit. Who knows? Also, I do plan on doing another Instagram live where I where, where I will be reading some of my novel on Wednesday. So please be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram for that as well. And with that being said, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Dear Hallmark. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.